Hey everyone, it's Jeremiah here, and you're listening to You and I for the Future. I have a lot of ideas for how this podcast could go, but for right now, it's just a way for me to document what I'm learning about and all that'll come in my journey of growth. Ideally, this will be a safe space for you and I to have conversations and learn together as we continue to grow as individuals, hence the name of this show. But I'm being patient with this as I'm still figuring things out. For the people that have listened to previous episodes, I'd like to thank you all for your continued support. And if you're new here, I hope you stick around and join the soon-to-be family. (laughs) So without further ado, I'd like to thank you for your time today, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the episode. Uh, Today is April the 3rd, and it's a Saturday. And I'm supposed to be, well, I was told to be at work at 7, but ain't nobody here. But, you know, I'm new to this job, and so I was just going to pull up, because we, we're not really monitored um, whenever we clock in, basically. Like, they're not crazy about it. Uh, I mean, I come, I try to come on, on time as much as I can. Because I'd be tired in the morning. I come in at 7.30 every day. But I was told today to come at 7. But, like, nobody's here. And I was like, well, you know, this is my first Saturday. I'd be like, oh, I thought I came at uh, 7.30. But, I mean, it's going to be 7.30. It's 7.24 right now. And nobody's, nobody, <laughs> nobody's here. And I can't get into the, to the place. So, I'm just... Here chilling in another spot close to uh, my job, and I'm just chilling. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hop on here real quick while I got some time, and just speak my mind, basically, just because I haven't done it in a while. Uh, so I have been doing a lot. Cannot stress this enough. A lot of studying, you know. Uh, and for those for those that do know me or have listened to previous episodes, whatever you know that I went to college for a year. Didn't really know what I wanted to do academic-wise. I was just there playing soccer. Uh, but now I'm kind of in a place where like I read a lot. I study a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm putting, I'm trying to put whatever I can into practice so that way I can, like, for real learn and see where I got to go from there. But, uh, well, because I'm not in college and I don't have, like, a specific, like, degree plan that I'm going on, you know, whenever you got, like, a degree plan, like, you know what classes you're taking, you know what you're working towards, whatever, and, you know... I I know what I'm working towards, but, like, I wouldn't necessarily know what to call my studies, I guess. Uh, like, if I was if I was to say I was taking a class, like, I wouldn't know what to call it because it's not a class. It's just me uh, being, basically being put on, like, different books and different people in history. And so I'm like, I'm going, I'm relearning history. Well, not even relearning, learning history 
history that I wasn't even taught, like, in school, uh, which uh, is understandable. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, it's understandable uh, just with the case, just with the fact that, you know, the way the American, the U.S. school system is, uh, the way it's set up is, well, the way I see it, I, I see it as a way to just benefit the people that are in power. Uh, the people that have the large corporations, they make school as a way to, you know, just become people to work for them and, you know, not, not, uh, not really learn and work towards, like, what truly matters because, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, um, they abolished slavery, whatever, but, you know, it's still around today, and, uh, you know, aside from that, you know, we're still, we're still not free as people, and you might be thinking, well, sure I am, you know, I'm walking around with black people, white people, and, you know, we're cool, but, like, We're <laughs> we're not free, uh, because of the system that we live in, live under, uh, in this nation, and basically, around the world, basically, a lot of different countries operate the same way, or if not, they're just being controlled by the U.S. because of how big and powerful it is. Uh, and when I say big and powerful, I'm not saying like the U.S. is. A good country. I'm saying like. What it is. Like they abuse. The people that are in positions of power. They abuse. Uh, their power for resources. Uh, money. And uh, labor. And so. Um, I've been. I guess you would say. Yeah. So. Learning history. Uh, I haven't really been. I haven't actually read uh, theories, like political, economic theories, whatever. I've just listened to people talk about them, but I've never listened to them. Read, read theory myself. And so, whenever I talk about theory, like I'm talking about like, uh, you know, Karl Marx uh, and other people similar to him that have uh, written books uh, about uh, our society, about class, uh, the way society is structured and everything like that. And so what we live under right now is uh, capitalism. U.S. is a capitalist country and there's a bunch of other countries that are capitalist countries. Uh, but me, because of what I've observed, what I've heard people talk about, what I've read for myself, which not saying I'm an expert or anything like that, but I've read enough to say that uh, I am not for capitalism. And it's funny hearing me say that. <laughs> 
because if you listen to uh, these episodes over the over the time that I've done them, uh, it would sound like that I was for capitalism. And so, because I would talk so much about business, I would talk so much about uh, you know money and uh, real estate, which uh, I will talk about that uh, in a little bit, real estate. Uh, and all of those things, um, and being a business owner, and hiring people, whatever, and stuff like that, and, you know, I've kind of, my views and thought processes around all of that has changed over the course of a year, and that's, you know, due to the events that have occurred, uh, you know, over the course of uh, the past year, like the many deaths that we had, both COVID and through police police brutality, uh, and also <clears throat> just just uh, crazy acts of violence, racist acts of violence, uh, from uh, you know people that have done those things. Uh, just being actually being able to like gain a sense of like understanding about what's actually going on aside from like just knowing that it's happening it's like oh well you know that's just how things are now but like <clears throat> actually being able to now like that you know me being older like and like kind of having a mind shift on things, like, being able to understand things uh, for what they are and how they're even allowed to happen in the first place. Like, it's very, uh, very eye-opening, very, uh, it just makes me, it just makes me, uh, well, upset, angry, but also very, very motivated to continue to learn and study as much as I can uh so that way you know i can make my contribution uh to uh our struggles as people and not only in you know my not only in my community of waco but also you know in our state and this country and other countries uh that are going through struggles as well other peoples that are going through struggles as well and so <clears throat> You know, with that said, that's basically what I've been spending my time on, aside from working, you know, uh, doing a lot of studying and communicating with people and having conversations, uh, mainly with my girlfriend, because she, we're, we're in the same boat as far as, like, uh, you know, what we believe in, what we want to strive for and everything like that, and so... Uh, that's, I, I'll probably touch more on this, like, in future episodes as I continue to, you know, learn more and, uh, practice more of what I, what I learn, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's that with that. Uh, so, like I said, uh, the real estate thing. So, the way I was going about real estate is you know, 
I'm going to try to make some money. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, uh, do what I can to, you know, put it back, you know, into the community, whatever. But there's certain way, there's certain things that, um, there's certain things about that that are, like, not, uh, not good, I guess you would say. <laughs> uh, and so, I want to provide an example, I guess you would say. Uh, so, I'm sure many of you listening probably have jobs, whatever. Uh, and so, I want you to think about your job and think about your place in your job. Are you a regular employee? Are you a manager? Are you higher than a manager? Uh, and just, just listen to what I what I say. I guess. Uh, so, what? Well, really, really, just for the regular employee, like what? What say do you have in how your work day goes, and? How uh, how your work day goes, you know what you can do throughout the day, uh, what things should be changed, how they should be different, like what say do you have in that, and also what type of compensation do you receive for your work? Uh, because the way most of our jobs are set up. You know, some of us may work for big corporations, whatever, whether it's, you know, the phone companies like AT&T, T-Mobile, stuff like that, uh, HEB, um, Walmart, uh, and, or any fast food restaurants, McDonald's, Wendy's, uh, Chipotle, uh, Whataburger, <laughs> uh, all of those businesses are set up in a way where, you know, it's a it's a top-down uh, structure. So you got the owners or owner at the top, and everybody else is below them. And, you know, they have a say over the people at the very bottom. Or whoever's at the bottom, they most likely do not have a say at all. And how things go because of how everything's structured. As it continues to go up, more and more people have control. And as it continues to, and as you go down, less and less people have control over their work and what they do. And how much they get paid, of course. And so, in most of our jobs, the way it's set up, the money's set up, I guess. Uh, the profit... And in the company, depending on how big the company is, because some companies like uh, Chipotle and uh, Walmart, H, oh, I don't know about HB, probably Walmart, McDonald's, uh, they have they have uh, shareholders, so you can invest in their companies on the stock market, whatever. And so, a lot of the profits that they make, you know, it doesn't actually truly go towards the workers, right? Because, you know, you get your little, your little maybe $10, $12, $12 an hour, maybe even less, not even that, probably 
seven, eight dollars the way they be doing people. Uh, and they say, oh, well, you know, we can't raise wages because, you know, price is going to go up. Uh, but it's not true. Because the only way that happens is if they're trying to keep the same profit that they're making. And that's the thing with those type of businesses. They're most likely not going to do anything differently that will affect how much profit they make. Because they're just trying to make money. And so, you know, you do, you, you, you know, regular employees, y'all do the work. Y'all do the work. Y'all create, y'all do the work and create the value that is uh, received to the customers, right? But, like, you know, the work, the higher up people, you know, they're doing some other shit, whatever. But they receive more than you, right? The owner receives more than you, despite the fact they're not there, you know, flipping the burgers, frying the fries, uh, constructing the burger, uh, making, making whatever it is it is. But yet they still get paid more. And, you know, people try to justify that. By saying, you know, you know, they put so much effort into, you know, forming the business, whatever, providing the jobs and stuff like that. But I, I don't agree with that because I feel like it's a collective effort and everyone should be compensated, you know, equally, especially whenever it comes to the profits that are made uh, in the business. And uh, so... And I also don't agree with the top-down, you know, structure or whatever. I see it as like a horizontal uh, thing because ain't nobody... I, I, don't, I don't see anyone as above me. No matter what type of title they have, no matter what money they got, they're not above me. Like, how can, how can they be above me? Like, they're... Especially the people that are in the same situation as me. Like, we in the same boat as far as, I guess you would say, class goes you might have like a higher position in a job but we still broke as fuck <laughs> and we're still being um exploited so exploited exploitation that is uh pretty much uh there's the exploited and there's the exploiter so the exploiter would be you know the person that's at the top the very top top of uh the business not the managers uh below them but the very very top 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 and so what that means is uh well let me actually look it up to give you an exact definition for those of you that are probably like yeah, you, you don't know what you're talking about uh what is that where is the damn thing oh there it goes And also with my, my study and whatever, like, there's a lot of vocabulary that I don't understand and that is very hard for me to understand. I can spell them. I can sound them out, but I don't know what the fuck they mean. I was really good at spelling in elementary school. You know, you would do, like, UIL events. Spelling was my thing. Uh, but that's, like, another struggle with, like, trying to learn this type of shit. Like, a lot of the language is very hard to understand. And, you know, I've, I have a journal dedicated to vocabulary, and there's so many words in there 
already and you know I have to constantly like go back to them uh, okay so here's the definition so exploitation or exploiting the act of exploiting uh, it says this is the second definition well the first one it says to make productive use of and the example sentences are exploiting your talents, exploit your opponent's weakness. And the second one is to make use of mainly or unfairly for one's own advantage. And the example sentence is exploiting migrant farm workers. Uh, so I'm going to say it again just to kind of let it sink in, just in case you didn't get it the first time. So uh, I'm going to read the second definition just because that's what I'm trying to get at. Uh, to make use of meanly or unfairly for one's own advantage. And so just think about your job where you work at and think about if that's happening to you because in a lot of the places we work at, you know, uh, that's the case. And even if you get paid a good wage basically it's still exploitation it's still exploitation and the people that do make those you know higher you know earnings whatever they will try to justify this like saying like oh well i mean i you know i i make a good i make good money here you know i'm doing good but like that's not the case for everybody and the fact that this is allowed in our society, like, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. And it's something that I didn't understand until I started, you know, actually researching this stuff and listening to different talking points and perspectives and stuff. And, you know, I I finally got to a place where, you know, I agree. I was like, this is wrong. Like, we shouldn't be exploited uh, uh, in our work. Especially with the fact that we spend most of our lives working just to make these other people rich, the people that you know control our poli- our uh, control these politicians that are you know in uh, that are in power, that control what laws get passed, whatever, because they have so much money they can you know lobby to get you know laws passed and shit, and. That's how that's how things go uh, in their world, basically. They got all that money. They can do whatever the fuck they want, basically. Uh, and, man, I just had a point in my head that I just thought about, but I don't know what it is. I fucking lost it. Man, I fucking lost it. Man. Uh, but, yeah. So, the... The top, top person, they will be, they are the exploiter. Us workers are the exploited. The top person, the exploiter, is the capitalist. And they are the person, you know, they set up everything. They own the machinery. They own whatever it is that you use to do the work. They own it. You don't own it. The workers don't own anything, not even their time, because they have to go to their boss, whatever, to, you know, 
uh, set up, you know, their time availability, whatever. And most of the time, they take advantage of that. Especially if you got an open schedule, they'll take advantage of that. Uh, because, like, you know, the work, I mean, a lot of the work that we do, you know, some of us work in, like, essential jobs, like, you know, gro- like grocery stores, you know, food, food service, whatever, we, we got to eat and everything. Uh, car services, we gotta we gotta have our cars fixed, whatever. Uh, uh, different services for uh, you know things that we need to fix in our house, uh, things we gotta do for our bodies, uh, things like that. Uh, but like, we can do all of those same things without being exploited, without the money being distributed in an unequal, unfair way. And we can do that by structuring, you know, our workplaces differently and society in general. And so, you know, I'm still learning about this, right? But I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about what I'm learning about. And maybe some of you are learning the same thing too or already know more than I do. And maybe we can talk about this stuff and, you know, come together and, you know, form a, a network within our community here or, or even, you know, outside of, you know, where I'm at in Waco. Uh, just because, you know, we're in an effort to, you know, change the way things are. And it's going to take all of us, you know, to do that, right? And uh, that it's it's just something I'm really passionate about, just because, uh, you know, experiencing what I experienced and seeing what other people experienced throughout this pandemic, uh, it has really shown me a lot, and I'm sure a lot of you are probably feeling the same way. Uh, it has shown me a lot about how people actually think how they feel about you as a worker, uh, as a person too, even, (laughs) I guess. Uh, And how much, you know, people, like there's there's dead-ass people out there that, you know, they value money than their own people. They value money more than their own people. And it's shown, they might not say it, but it's shown through their actions. And uh, their small, the small things that they say and do, uh, because you know, in my old job, we had people fired because they couldn't come in whenever uh, we had an ice storm. The ices were the roads were icy, and you know, all of us that are working there, you know, we, I mean, just think about it, right? Think about it. You're at a minimum wage job. Say you do have a car, you most likely don't have a lot of money to get repairs on that car if you were to, you know, crash because of the roads were icy. And say you got hurt, say other people were involved, that's a whole lot more money uh, on the line that you'll have to stress over and everything like that. All because your boss needs you to come in, despite the fact we're in the middle of an ice storm. A winter storm and the roads are icy and it's not safe to drive because it's something that we're not used to here in our city of Waco. It's not every day the roads are icy 
a lot of us don't have our cars or have the knowledge to, I mean, for me at least, I don't know shit about how to deal with the wintertime because it doesn't ever happen here. Uh, and so with me, especially with my car, my tires, my two front tires, they're not the best. And whenever, the times that I did drive to work, I was sliding almost the whole time. And so, you know, I risked, you know, messing up my car and having to be able to pay for it, despite the fact we're in the middle of a pandemic, uh, just because my boss needed me to go to work to to serve some customers that wasn't even going to be there. Uh, and so, yeah, that's just situations like that, like being fired because you couldn't come in because the roads were icy. You didn't want to risk messing up your car and injuring yourself uh, and having to deal with that burden just because your boss wanted you to come in. Like, it's it's wild. And the fact that people will say, well, it's your job. Like, you have to go. Like, you have to go. Like, you have to go. Like, man, I don't give a fuck about that job, man. I care about myself more than that job. And I'm not going to put myself in a position or risk or put, put myself in a position to take that risk of damaging my car, uh, getting in a wreck, whatever, hurting, damaging somebody else's car because I slid on the road. Like, I'm not going to do that. And we shouldn't have to. Because, like, during that time, like, we had a lot of shit, a lot of other shit to worry about. Like, whether we was going to have food or not, whether other people that in our families or friends was going to have food or not. And so, like, you asking me to come in, like, nah, man. And so, uh, this is something I'm very passionate about now. Uh, and, you know, I'm learning about different, you know, peoples, different peoples, you know, uh, in our past. Some people even still alive today. Like, uh, Carmen Ture is a very big inspiration of mine. Uh, Angela Davis, big inspiration. Elaine Brown, she's still alive today. Angela Davis, too. Uh, Kwame Ture passed away a while back. I don't remember the exact date, exact date but uh, he passed away. Angela Davis is still alive. Elaine Brown is still alive. Angela Davis and, well, I forgot how involved Angela Davis was, but Elaine Brown, she was like a leader, a, a woman leader in the Black Panther Party. And I barely learned about her like a couple weeks ago. And the same goes for, uh, I mean, these are like the only people, but these are like some uh, big names, I guess. Uh, Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton was also a leader in the Black Panther Party. And uh, he was uh, murdered uh, by uh, by the police, by the U.S. government, basically, uh, because they saw him and the Black Panther Party as a big threat to the U.S., despite the fact that they was doing things for the people, doing all the things that they, though the government wasn't doing for their people uh, in their communities. Uh, but Frank Hampton, he was 21 years old when he died. And so that says a lot. That says a lot. Whenever he, he was 21 whenever he got killed. So that says a lot. And he's a very big inspiration to me just because of the fact He's the same age as me, basically. Uh, during the time where, uh, you know, he was a leader 
in the Black Panther Party. And just to think, the words that he said, the ideas that he had, uh, you know, of course, the Black Panther Party wasn't perfect, you know, you know, as Elaine Brown was, you know, talk about it, because being, you know, being a woman in that party at the time, you know, there was in, uh, I mean, it still is today, but they were in a racist, you know, capitalist, you know, top-down structured society, and so, you know, uh, they were a patriarchal society, uh, and so, you know, things weren't, you know, perfect, but they were doing, you know, what, as best, uh, as they could with what they knew, whatever, uh, and so, you know, it's up to the people that, you know, see that, know about that, and are, you know, motivated to do the work that they were doing, to look at those positive and negatives and see what can be changed and then move forward. And so that's basically what I'm doing. Uh, but I'm just in the very, very beginning stages as far as like lear- like actually like learning about the stuff. Uh, and then eventually, you know, putting things into practice and seeing what uh, needs to be done, uh, what needs to be done differently, whatever. But it's going to take, you know, more than just me. I can't do everything by myself. And, you know, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for me, you know, it's for the people. And so uh, that's pretty much what I've been consuming besides, you know, working, whatever. I work I work every day now except for the weekends and uh, and on, well, every other weekend I work on a Saturday. So this is my weekend for working on a Saturday, uh, which I don't even know if they're there yet. They don't look like it, but... I should probably go check, but uh, that's pretty much what I've been on, right? And so, you know, maybe, maybe you have too. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've heard of some of the people that I talked about. Maybe you heard of some of the ideas, uh, ideologies, theories that I talked about. Man, I already talk about theory, but because I ain't read that shit, I just, I just. I've been able to make connections with the theories that people talked about because of what I've gone through and what I've seen people gone through uh, and made those connections. And so that's how I've been able to understand, you know, things. Looking at my struggle and also the struggles of those, you know, around me and in the world. And so, uh, you know... Let's, you know, let's talk about these things because, you know, you know, yeah, we just voted in a new president, but like, uh, <laughs> it's, there's still so much that needs to be done. Like, you know, I voted in everything, but I was not, you know, I'm not for the way America, this, this country is structured, right, you know. The way it's been structured for so long. And I want to change it. I want to spend my life trying to change it. Because it needs to be done. And I would like to connect with other people that feel the same way. Uh, And so if that's you, hit me up on my IG. It's at my first name, Jeremiah, J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H. And then it's a period, dot. Uh, X-I-S. It's a six spelled backwards. Uh, again, that's uh, at 
J-E-R-E-M-I-A-H dot X-I-S. So you can message me on there, uh, follow me on there. Uh, and I'm most likely just still talk about these things on here on the podcast. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, there's other things that I'm, I'm doing now. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a soccer coach now. Well, not officially. I'm, like, kind of, like, shadowing basically now. Uh, I got a new job. I wash cars all fucking day, which is easy as fuck. But it'd be boring sometimes because sometimes I don't got nothing to do. But I still get paid, though. Uh, uh, what else? And, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, basically. Uh, I got a lot to talk about. I got a lot to learn about. Uh, and a lot of things to do as far as putting things into practice. But I will talk about those things at a later date. And so if, like I said, hit me up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you for listening again, and uh, I'll catch you next time.